Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1976 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. You should check out our free podcasting course, Fire Nation, so that you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast in just 15 days. Free podcastcourse.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Mr. Ed Rush. Ed, are you prepared to ignite? JLD, what's up, man? I am so fired up. Look, I'm so prepared to ignite. The last time I was this prepared to ignite, I was sitting on an aircraft carrier in my F-18, putting 36,000 pounds of thrust into afterburners. <laughs> That's that kind of igniting. 36,000 pounds of thrust. 36, I like the sound of that. Pounds. Did you say episode 1976, by the way? 1976. Is that the year you were Dude, born? that's the founding of our nation, man. Oh, wait, no, no. No, that's 1776. That's the 200th year of the founding of our nation. No, I was, I was a little born just a little bit before that. Where's my math? All right. That'd be pretty impressive here. if um, America has accomplished man. has accomplished all of this in like 30 years. <laughs> we, we unaccomplished a lot of those things in 30 years, that's, but I won't go down. We won't go down that road. But Fire Nation... Ed's a speaker. He's a five-time number one best-selling author. He's a decorated F-18 pilot, and he's coming in today to show you how to put your life and business on Afterburner. Ed, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, man. So uh, I actually put episode 1976 on my uh, <laughs> on my bio there, so it'll be a little bit longer, but I appreciate that. So, uh, John, I'm a guy that failed kindergarten, and that's probably the most important thing for you to know. So, I have not been born with you know the sharpest intellect, sharpest tool in the shed. The only thing I actually remember from kindergarten is the room where you go when you get in trouble. That's the only memory that I actually have when I was like six <laughs> years old is that I, like, I don't remember the classroom. I don't even remember the teacher, what they looked like. It was Catholic school where they, you know, took care of business by sending you off into this room. But, uh, you know, early on in life, I just had to learn that, um, things weren't going to come to me naturally. I wasn't gonna be able to like put everything together. And so I just started finding a way to follow leaders, follow successful people and really try to emulate, uh, success. And that success not only led me to like graduate from kindergarten that next year, uh, but graduated from college, went off, joined the Marine Corps, as you mentioned, uh, became uh, at the top of my career, one of the uh, leading instructors in the entire Marine Corps uh, and Navy for one against one dogfighting, which is our aerial combat uh, version. I was off to Iraq uh, twice where I flew missions. I'm probably supported you actually while we were there. Yeah, we were there at the same time frame. That was crazy. When you were like down there doing the real work and I was up, you know, at 15,000 feet sipping lattes in a left-hand turn. Uh, we weren't sipping lattes, but, you know, it was we easier. We felt just, good <laughs> that you were out there. Let me just say that. Yeah. So let's just say our job there in Iraq, sometimes it's sometimes flying around, but th that was not a hard job compared to what you guys were doing out there, sniffing out IEDs and stuff oh, like that. But, you know, uh, since I got in the Marine Corps, that was back in 2006, I've been building, selling businesses, uh, just having a, having a good time sort of implementing all the principles that I learned in the, in the cockpit. Um, and just now, nowadays I serve as an advisor for a lot of really big companies, helping them grow their brand and their business. And I speak a lot and love to just share a message about how entrepreneurs can totally take their business, grow it, help a ton of people, have a huge impact, make a lot of money and have an incredible lifestyle that you can enjoy. Well, Fire Nation, besides being a brother in arms, Ed's a friend. We, uh, we've hung out multiple times. Every time I go back to San Diego, we definitely like to get together when possible because, um, you know, we just are, are, are of one mind. You know, we like to take uh -huh. our military experience and leave it as just that, as experience in the past, but then apply it to our current lives and say, you know what? 
Um, there's a lot of things that could be tough about being an entrepreneur, but nothing is tougher than what we went through when we served the country and what we had to, to go through in X, Y, and Z. And, and that perspective I know really helps me, and I'm sure in a lot of ways and it helps you. But what I'm curious about, honestly, along with Fire Nation here in 2018, what would you say is your number one area of expertise? Because, I mean, you're good at a lot of things, but what's the thing that you are most expert in today? So I'm fascinated with the idea of speed. I've, I've really been that way my whole life. Even <laughs> if you go back to the kin- kindergarten thing, uh, my motto became, you know, fail fast next. I could, I could, I could do nine failures before the first person could do the first action, you know. Uh, and I realized that speed, implementation, adjustment was really important to me. And then, of course, I got into the cockpit of an F-18 where it's all about speed. I mean, speed. like, sweet. We have a f- phrase in, in the in the Hornet that is just like, speed is life. You know, uh, the fastest I've ever flown, I clocked it at a little over a thousand miles an hour. It was the Whoa. one thousand. 72 miles an hour, which is really fast. It's about 1.5 Mach. That's 50% faster than the speed of sound. And so uh, speed has really always been my thing. Uh, when I moved into the entrepreneurial world, that was really important for me. I find most entrepreneurs move too slow, uh, oftentimes implement too slow, and by by all means adjust too slow. Uh, and I started to kind of reinvent the wheel a little bit in the entrepreneurial world and begin to show entrepreneurs how to move a little bit faster and how to implement a little faster. Uh, and the phrase I use is speed wins, uh, speed wins. In fact, speed wins almost every time. If you look back in history, you'll see that the folks who implemented faster, Henry Ford, Travelocity, those kind of companies, uh, were the ones that ended up standing. They were the ones that were there when the dust settled. Uh, and then you look at some of the things that were taught. So like, I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you the biggest lie in personal growth and business right now uh, is the tortoise and the hare. We've all been told that story. <laughs> We've all been told like, you know, you have this person who's like slow and steady people, it wins the race. And you know, we've been told that like persistence and consistency create champions and they don't. Most entrepreneurs are the kind of people who will do a gym membership for like six months and move on to something else. <laughs> and if you look at the real world, like put a real rabbit next to a real turtle in a real race on planet Earth, and there's like no contest. You know, the rabbit like runs circles, <laughs> wins every single time. But we've been told as entrepreneurs that like slow and steady wins the race. And you show me a company where slow and steady won, won the race. And I'll show you companies that every single time they innovate faster than uh, than their competition. And so I'm fascinated with this idea of speed. I'm fascinated with the idea of strategic sprints, which is what I call um, taking one thing of taking a big dream and and whittling it down to one thing and implementing it as fast as you can for a full uh, 21 days. I wrote a book, as you know, uh, about that. But, you know, it comes out of my story. So I went without food for 21 days, only water, 21 whole days. We were talking about this when we first came on yeah. before the recording. I went into the woods for 21 days and literally disappeared last year off of the grid, completely no phone, no internet, no computer, no nothing except for me, a uh, backpack, a cabin, my guitar, uh, and just some time, you know, I wrote a book in this, this book that I'm talking about that I wrote that book in 21 days, went from idea to bestseller. And so my point is, um, you can do things faster. You can do things more precise. You can do things really, really, really well when you completely break the shackles off of what's possible for you. Fire Nation blockbuster. They thought they were being nice and slow and steady. Netflix came, ate their lunch. Bam. Look what's happening with Walmart. You know, they're slow and steady. What's happening with Amazon? They are eating their lunch. Ed, you'll get a kick out of this. I was talking to somebody the other day who's friends with a board member of Walmart. And this guy actually had the audacity to say, you know, Walmart could totally just take down Amazon whenever they wanted to. It's just not not on their priority (laughs) list right now. I'm like- 
Dude, yeah. you are so <laughs> behind the times, my friend. You literally yeah. need to be given a Stone Age award right now because that's hey, incredible. Trex. Yeah, he's putting Atrex <laughs> into his car on the way to work. <laughs> Fire Nation, yeah, time is literally everything. I mean, when you waste all yeah. this time on something that never had the chance to succeed in the first place, you're never getting that time back. You are never getting that time back. Learn what's going to fail quick or learn what's going to succeed quick. One way or the other, you need to know what's happening fast. If I waited until I was a good podcaster to launch a podcast, I'd still be waiting because I was never going to be a good podcaster until I actually launched a gosh darn podcast. So, Ed, what would you say is just the one thing that you just really pull your hair out when it comes to entrepreneurs these days? I mean, I feel like this whole speed thing is one thing, but what's like the caveat to that? Like, what's the one thing that you really want to make sure we get? We leveraged off of the speed thing, but you actually have to be moving in the right direction, right? So the adjustment, so the best example I can give you is when you're flying an F-18 and you, and you shoot a missile, a lot of times when we shoot a missile, it's to it's towards an air-to-air target. So we're fighting against a MiG-29 or a so MiG-21 or... So the target's moving. So what ends up happening is the missile that comes off the rail, whether it's an AIM-9, AIM-120, AIM-7, or whatever the technology, AIM-54, which are basically the slew of missiles. You don't need to know those numbers, but um, it's not required. It's not required to, for the, to get this point. But uh, when the missile comes off the airplane, for a roughly every missile is different, but for about the first maybe 400 yards or so, that missile comes off and doesn't move at all. It goes perfectly straight. Uh, it's a design characteristic of the missile. Our engineers. Uh, did that on purpose. We buy missiles from the lowest bidder. Uh, so we'd rather not that weapon like turn and hit us like right <laughs> off the bat, uh, which has actually happened. No. So uh, so so you, we want to make sure that what missile goes off. And, and then what happens at like 400 yards, roughly, this is different for every missile. Um, the missile now opens its eyes. It f- finds and acquires the target. And undoubtedly, that target is not where originally was. The target's moving, turning, juking, turning at seven Gs, uh, trying to avoid the missile, shooting out chaff and flares to make, to to put countermeasures against that missile. And so what that missile does is it makes a very important correction. And the first correction that a missile off of an F-18 makes is usually a very big correction, big right, big left, big down, big up, whatever it is, it's going to completely overcorrect off of that target. And then what it will simply do over the next eight, 10 seconds or however long it takes before it intercepts, hopefully that target that you're shooting is it just continues to make smaller and smaller and smaller corrections, right? So the first thing is a lot of entrepreneurs make the big mistake of not squeezing the missile in the first place, right? So we sit around, uh, you sit around and you just plan and you think and you like strategize when the first thing you should probably do is just drop that product into the market, start your podcast, start your show, write your book, do something, put the, put a, you know, Try to sell a service, sell coaching, sell consulting, get yourself out there, get some no's, you know, get some market feedback, get some people to tell you uh, what was right or what was wrong or like, you know, you might get somebody and all of a sudden, like my first consulting client, 400 some coaching clients ago, my first consulting client, I'm literally driving to this dude's house in San Diego. He he paid me um, to coach him, to consult him for eight hours on a speaking topic that he wanted to, to talk about. I pulled off at his exit. I remember this this like it was yesterday. I pulled off his exit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do for eight hours? Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do for the first five <laughs> minutes, you know? But I would never have that 400th client who paid me, you know, 20 some thousand dollars unless I had that first client that paid me like $2,500. So you got to squeeze the trigger, man. You got to get the missile off the rail. But here's the next part. You have to adjust because if the, if you're not adjusting, first of all, the market's always changing, right? So even the best marketers in the world are always adjusting that missile. But the second thing is, you know, you might not have gotten it right off the bat. So that so the, as the missile comes off, you might have to adjust just a little bit. And so really, it comes down to those two things. Squeeze the trigger. Get it going. And then when you get going, 
overcome all that discouragement that you have that naturally comes like when it's not hitting right and begin to make those adjustments because eventually you're going to find your target. Ed, all this missile talk, you make me proud to be an American. Um, proud minus to be the fact, American. of course, that you think that 1976 is our birthday. But, you know, in, I will in, not. <laughs> and you know what? I might just punish myself for that by singing that entire song by Lee Greenwood in my. 22 minutes of interview oh, here. I so. love this. Well, let's move on to uh, the Please remainder stop. of this no, interview. <laughs> sorry, I should. Just horrible. before you Gosh. make this your worst entrepreneurial <laughs> moment, let's talk yeah. about your worst entrepreneurial My moment. What one. is that real worst moment to date? Gosh, this is such a good question. And I, I, I like you. Ask, I like the fact that you asked this because <laughs> I had like a list of two or three. This, all, they're all really hard to talk yeah. about, frankly. I don't love, I don't love uh, sharing these stories because they're really <laughs> personal. But uh, I'm going to take you back about five years or about eight years ago. So right. I'd been an entrepreneur, full up entrepreneur, probably for about three, three and a half years, uh, hitting some success, had my first seven figure year, um, sitting on a Friday night. And then what the Rush family does, and by the way, I've got a 12 year old, a 10 year old and a nine year old at home. They're all super oh, clones. Okay. Rush super clones, girl, boy, boy. Uh, and so this is about eight, eight years ago. And we're all sitting on the couch, uh, even the one-year-old. You know, we're sitting there and every Friday night we have what we call family movie night where we sit on the couch, have like a big pizza or something like that, you know, and then just sit there and watch these movies. And back then... Uh, we were watching this new movie that had just come out called The Incredibles. You probably remember this story like <laughs> Mr. Incredible. Uh, and there's this scene in this movie. I'm sitting there on the couch. I think I'm drinking a beer at the time. I'm sitting there and there's this scene where this guy who's this superhero, this Mr. Incredible, um, he, he got the whole superhero thing shut down and he's working as an insurance adjuster. And if you remember this movie, and if you haven't, go watch it. It's, it's, it's epic, even for adults like us. He's sitting there in this tiny little cubicle typing at his little typewriter, and he's dealing with this like insurance case. And I'm sitting on the couch with my kids, with my wife next to me, in this moment, and I literally start to cry. And, and John, I'm not talking about like like a manly way of crying. And I'm not even talking about like a normal way of crying. You know, the kind of crying where you're like trying not to cry, but it makes it worse because your body like starts like convulsing because you're like trying to stop something that's naturally happening. Yes. I'm doing this when I'm sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I realize I'm hit so emotionally because I'm watching this person and I go, oh my goodness, that's me. No. <laughs> I'm like, that's me. So I'm like this fighter pilot guy, I left the Marine Corps. And then I go into business. I'm trying so hard. Like I'm, 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 you know, creating products and I'm following these speakers. And I realize um, that I had been playing like small ball, like that God had basically put me to be like a major league player, you know, and kind of give me the gifts to be able to do that on a big stage. And I'm playing like triple A baseball or single A baseball. I'm playing small ball. Um, and not only that, but I felt a little bit incongruent, frankly. And I, I really hate to admit that uh, because I've always thought of myself as a very congruent person. Like what you see is what you get. But what I, what I realized is I was following a lot of people and learning from a lot of people, but I was actually trying to be like them instead of trying to be like the best version of myself. And it was like in that moment, I'm like, enough, man. So first of all, I'm going to play a big game. I don't care where it is, but I'm playing big. I'm going all out. I'm going for the big thing because who cares? Might as well shoot for the stars, right? And then the second thing is I'm like, whatever happens, I'm going to be myself. I don't care who criticizes me. I don't care who disagree disagrees with me. I don't care how many one-star reviews I get on Amazon. I'm going to be me. And that huge like 
it is an embarrassing moment. Like, gosh, man, the like crying during a kid's movie, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that was like a huge transformation for me because it made a big shift in actually who I was and who I put myself out in the market be, to, uh, to be. What's your biggest takeaway there? I mean, there's so many things that I'm taking away and absorbing in Fire Nation. I know that you're going to watch The Incredibles tonight and cry like a little <laughs> baby because I've actually <laughs> just gone ahead and bookmarked it for Kate and I and myself. I'm, I'm actually going to be watch, uh, eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's and watching The Incredibles Bam. tonight. It's, it's happening. So... What's the one thing, though? Like, if, if there's nothing else we take away from that story, what's the one thing? Most entrepreneurs, and I've worked with hundreds in one-on-one environments, most entrepreneurs, I mean, very transparent about that, are, this, are terrified about themselves. Like, if the, tr- if the real world saw the real you, what would that, what would they say? Like, what would that look like? And so a lot of times what we end up doing uh, is we pattern ourselves after all these other people that we think are successful. And here's the point. The thing that you're created for that you might be embarrassed about or that one little quirk about you that like, that like you think, gosh, I could never really talk. That's the one thing that's going to attract most of the people to you. Right. And so I have a rule and the rule goes simply like this. If I'm not getting 5% to 15% negative reviews, I'm doing something wrong. Right. Like, like if you go look at my books, you'll see usually my books run right around 10% one star reviews and like 70% of five star reviews. Right. Well, most people focus on those like one star naysayers. But my thing is like, look, if you're being you, if you're being transparent, if you're communicating with inauthenticity, what happens is you attract and repel at the same time. Right. And so my, my view on this is really simple. When a prospect comes to me, when they see me online, when they see one of my videos, when they see a book or pro- program or tra- training program, and they come to an event. On a scale of one to 10, everyone who comes in the door comes in at a three, right? Threes don't do anything. Threes are apathetic nothings, right? They don't do anything. They don't want anything. And my goal is to take as many of those people to nines, right? Tens. I want to make people excited about being an entrepreneur. I want to get people into, into action. I want people to buy into a philosophy about changing the world. I want to turn threes into nines. But you know what? When you try to turn threes into nines, what ends up happening is you get 70, 80% of them into nines and tens. People who are now motivated, dedicated, ready to go serve the world. But what also happens is you take a, you take a handful of threes and you make them ones. And those ones are vocal sometimes, right? So like, I'll give you a super quick example. Like in my book, 21 Day Miracle, I have a riff I do on the topic of climate change. Now, to be fully transparent, I am not on any side of that debate. I haven't, I've studied climate models. I have literally no idea how to even understand those. Uh, and so I'm on the side of like, we should really take care of our environment because it's important. That's the side that I'm on, right? And so I talk about that, but in my book, I say, hey, look, like you should at least look into it and study it before you just come up with an opinion. I don't have an opinion either way, but that's what I said in the book. And I've got like five people that have written one star reviews that like started calling me like a science denier or climate, whatever. I'm not like, I'm like, I don't even know what to talk about when it comes comes to that topic. But my point is I will accept that five to 10 percent, 15 percent disagreement or 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 um, uh, people who are poking their head up and saying, saying, no, no, I don't I don't like this. As long as it's in my window, the five to 15 percent window, because what that means is I'm taking people and engaging them on the other side. And so that whole like Incredibles moment, what it taught me is like, look, be yourself, be you. You're an amazing you. And when you're you, you know what you're going to do? You're going to engage people both ways. Some people they're not going to love you. Oh, well, move on. But some people are going to so engage with you and your message that they're going to be your customers and your friends forever. Fire Nation, just like Ed drops missiles, he drops value bombs too. And guess what? More are coming up in the lightning rounds when we get back from thanking our sponsors. 
Ready to make a lasting change in the new year? If you're tired of corporate America and want to step into owning your own business, then the time to make a move is now. And why not make that move into franchising? Allow me to introduce you to Eric Van Horn, our guest right here on Entrepreneurs on Fire, episode 1902. Eric is a seasoned franchise owner. He loves franchises so much, he started a company called I Love Franchising. Recently, Eric published an ebook called The Franchising Playbook. Seven Strategies to Find Freedom Through Franchise Ownership. Inside, he teaches the seven key factors to franchise success. He also shares his personal contact info in his ebook. So if after reading it, you have any questions about whether franchise ownership is for you, just call him. Eric has personally helped over 1,000 people transition out of corporate America and into franchise ownership. And you can take your first step towards doing the same today. Visit ilovefranchising.com slash fire to download Eric's free ebook, The Franchising Playbook Today. That's ilovefranchising.com slash fire. Hosting live webinars has been a complete game changer for my business, and I believe it can be for yours too. If you're looking for a better way to reach your audience, then hosting webinars is a great option. Not only are webinars one of the most effective ways to connect with your audience and potential customers, they also allow you to provide a ton of value in the process. Webinars are kind of like podcasts, except they're visual and interactive, so you can have a two-way conversation with your audience. Plus, you don't have to pay someone else to create a webinar for you. You can create your own. Start hosting your own webinars today with GoToWebinar. GoToWebinar is the most trusted webinar platform and they can prove it because they've helped businesses like yours host over 2.3 million webinars. GoToWebinar has the reliability and the features you need to deliver webinars your audience will love. For more information, visit GoToWebinar.com slash fire. That's GoToWebinar.com slash fire. Ed, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Rocking the lightning round, man. I'm ready to rock and roll. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, biggest thing. So lack of resources for me. In fact, it wasn't a lack of resources. It was a perceived lack of resources. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, when we start out, we don't know what we've got available to us in the world. Um, I created probably about seven years ago, a software platform. It doesn't exist today. I built it, um, sold it to a bunch of customers, used it for a while. It didn't work. I mean, it worked, but then I moved on and sold that business. And so uh, when I did that, when I started hiring software people to build stuff, which I don't do anymore, and by the way, I don't recommend doing, uh, what that helped me to understand was, dang, as long as you can think of something, you can create it because there's other people who can do all that work for you. So the idea that that you I needed resources or that I didn't have resources was the biggest thing holding me back. When I broke through that, it was kind of seven-figure territory after that. Fire Nation perceived lack of resources, such a key phrase, because there is no lack of resources. It's just our perceptions off. Yep. Now, what's the best advice you've ever received? Yeah, I said it actually earlier on the interview, which is fail fast <laughs> next. Uh, I heard that from a guy named Perry Marshall, who I'm sure he heard it from someone before him. But here, here's the thing. I've had more failed businesses. I don't even want to name. I had a company called Rush Hour Seminars that, <laughs> that never got off the ground. I got another one called Christian Business Excellence that never got off. I, dude, I've got this trail of tears behind me, but my average failure is probably two weeks, maybe three weeks. So I don't spend two years wallowing in in something that's not going to work. If it doesn't work, the market doesn't respond. I move on. So 
yeah, fail fast next. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about a pretty cool idea that I can just see you uh-huh. implementing, coming to me and being like, all right, JLD, like, this is the plan, this is the dates, and I'm like, I'm in, or, you know, I can see yeah. you being like, hey, guess what? I couldn't find four or five other people to join right. us, so it's just not going to work, right. and that's just how it is, on to the next thing. Like, that's how you have to operate, Fire Nation. Yeah, a little hint there. If you see, uh, if you guys, if Fire Nation, if you see JLD disappear for like a week, it's probably because <laughs> I took him someplace. <laughs> and I want to come back so, a better good. man for it. <laughs> someplace good. We're not going clubbing, you know, we're going to do something good with the right. world, but anyway, yeah. Recommend one internet resource. So Gary Halbert letter is probably the one. People a lot of times ask me, I teach communication a lot and how to uh, get your message across. There's one free resource that's probably thousands of pages long. It's called the Gary Halbert letter. Um, Just in the interest of full transparency, it's a copywriting um, discussion. And Gary's passed away recently, Mm. uh, but very smart and oftentimes very vulgar. So if you're like super sensitive, it's probably not for you. Uh, But I've learned a lot about communication from that. And it's, it's a kind of not very well known resource. So I thought I would share it here. Let's recommend one book. I mean, first off, you've written a bunch. You have 21 Day Miracle. So let's kind of maybe go in this direction. Recommend one book that you think of yours that Fire Nation should read that might kind of get them going down the Ed Rush waterfall. And then recommend a non-Ed Rush book that you just made a big impact on your life. Yeah, the book I'd recommend of mine is my most recent one, 21 Day Miracle. It's now, I just checked it this morning, six straight months as a number one bestseller on one day alone. I think I sold over a thousand copies. It was number 22 over all of Amazon, which was pretty amazing. And I'm thrilled that it had that success. Um, when you go there, you'll read 70% five-star reviews and 10% one-star reviews, exactly like I told you that it was going to be. Um, but that book is the book to get you up running, I think, as an entrepreneur into success. Uh, what I do is simply just break down uh, 10 different 21-day miracles you can do around business or money. Uh, or mindset, or health, or fitness, or relationships, and basically how to sprint one of those topics for a full 21 days and make a massive change. The frank uh, bottom line is, you were built to change the world, uh, but you need but you need the strategy to get there. And the book really unpacks uh, how to build those. And John, it's similar. Uh, totally different in application, but very similar to Freedom Journal, like what you did, which is put together a sprint for people uh, who can do things. I think yours is over 90 or 100 days, basically, right, to get to a big, uh, big goal. This is the same principle around one simple topic that you simply sprint through something to get it done. I am looking at these one-star reviews right now. And I mean, sometimes you're just going to take these with a grain of salt. I mean, there's one review by Bunny. So, of course, there's one thing. And it says toxic comma garbage with three yeah. exclamation points. I mean, it, it hurts Fire Nation. And you know that I, I've actually gone through, I actually don't know if you know this, Ed, but Fire Nation knows that um, I had an incredibly vicious, brutal uh, hater email not too long ago that you know I, I publicly shared and went through the process. And, and it went pretty viral, over 700 comments on mm. Facebook. And <laughs> I sent it on an email. I actually did a podcast episode about it. Like I really wanted to let people know that, listen, like this stuff is going to happen. And yes, it's totally. going to hurt because you're a human being. And that's like... That's what it means to be a human being is to protect yourself against like things that could harm you. And of course, vicious words can harm you because vicious words can turn into vicious actions. But this yep. isn't the caveman days anymore. We got to realize that sometimes <laughs> it's just people just being, you know, hurt themselves. And, and a lot of a lot of common comments were things along, along the lines of hurt people, hurt people. Hurt and, people. And that's, that's right. so true. And a lot of times. Yep. They, they may seem to be talking about you and lashing out at you, but they're really just projecting from themselves. And, and so think about that, Fire Nation. When you put something out there and you get a, you know some negative feedback, like just you know take it for what it is. I know it's going to hurt. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to just shrug it off because that's not re- a reality, but just take it for what it's worth. And, and sometimes it's not worth that much. Now, 
Ed, I want to end on fire. So give us a parting piece of guidance. Give us the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, so I'll um I'll give you this website real quick. I have one more book to give you. I'll do this in two oh, yeah, seconds. That's right, the ten seconds or less. <laughs> my year. So I do big year plans. My big year is I'm reading only sacred texts. So if, if it's been written in the last fifteen years, it's out. Um, so I'm spending a lot of time. I read about two hours a day, uh, especially at night, uh, reading the Bible and really kind of getting into stuff like that. So not weird religious stuff, just learning from incredible ancient sure. ancient uh, cultures. Um, and that's my book. And then last thing I'll give you is uh, the website you asked for, which is edrush.com slash fire. Probably the easiest website to remember. So it's edrush.com slash fire. Uh, what I did, John, there is I created a membership site uh, right there for your folks. I've got a series of videos, a whole bunch of resources and downloads that folks can use uh, specific to the 21-day miracle. Um, I also linked to the Amazon page where I, I price the book as low as I can, by the way, just so you know. Books aren't a moneymaker for me. They're a message maker for me. So um, mm, the books like at like that. 99 cents and like eight bucks on paperback, I literally put it as low as I could because I want to get it in your hands. Uh, and the website for that is edrush.com slash fire. Uh, and it's all yours. You literally were blessed with like the best name ever. I mean, Ed Rush. It's just, there's, there's no question about it. Like we know how we're going to spell that and, and we can't make fun of your last name. Like I can't even tell you what the, what I was, you know, I'm sure you can imagine <laughs> was growing up what I had to deal with. It just <laughs> is a reality of life. But uh, short, sweet, to the point, edrush.com slash fire. And you, Fire Nation, are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with a couple military studs. Yeah, I'll give us that. ER and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Ed in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. But remember your strong call to action edrush.com slash fire. Go check out those videos. Go check out that book. Make it happen. And Ed, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Ed today. And have you heard about my new podcast, Memoir? If you even like history, you'll love this podcast. It is the audio biographies of the men and women who changed the world Episode number one is Alexander the Great. It's like an hour and 45 minutes long with sound effects and voice actors. I really put my heart and soul into this. I would love if you checked it out. Just search for Memoir, any podcast directory, or go to memoir.one and check it out. So uh, thanks for that, Fire Nation. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. No matter what you send or how often, Pitney Bowes has your sending solution. Print postage right from your office and take advantage of special discounts like saving three cents per letter and up to 39% off USPS shipping rates. Plans start as low as $5 per month. Visit pb.com slash fire to learn more and sign up for your free trial. That's pb.com slash fire. Terms apply. See site for details. Hosting live webinars has been a complete game changer for my business, and I believe it can be for yours too. GoToWebinar has the reliability and the features you need to deliver webinars your audience will love. For more info, visit gotowebinar.com slash fire. That's gotowebinar.com slash fire.